All right, guys, okay. recording in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of the Medheads podcast. Today, <laughs> we got three of the Medheads back in, in person. person. We are on mics again, so it'll sound nicer, except for our poor Prem. Yeah, Mr. Prem is still um, back home in Los Angeles, California, waiting to uh, get picked up by another yeah. Medster. He, he that missed the exist. flight. He missed the flight over here to Orange County, beautiful Orange County here in Irvine, California, where we're recording, studying for the MCAT right now. Oops. <laughs> Wrong sound effect. Anyways, all right, boys. So we just wanted to Check talk in. about yeah, little talk little about update. yeah, exactly. All right, so Medsters, we are just going to give you guys a little update on our MCAT situation about what's going on right now. What's so pretty much we stopped taking the exam. And <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. We are full gear, ready for the exam, getting in closer by day. As of right now, we are planning to take the exam on April 9th, I believe, right? Yes, sir. Um, We were originally going to do it in Texas, but that's a stupid idea because we live in California. (laughs) So we changed our California, I mean, we changed our test location to California because I feel like that's a smart thing to do, huh? What do you guys think? I think so, too, but we're still not done with the changes yet, buddy. Uh, We might change it to... uh, Add another three weeks on our we time. Don't, mm-hmm. don't give them the plans. They're going to steal the dates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so there's so a small chance that we might have to delay slightly to April. What was it? 29. 29. That's or correct. Or 28. Yeah. 29 or 30. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, no, I think 29 is the way to go. I like that number. 30 just seems... Um, 30 uh, is like too perfect. It's ominously yeah. perfect. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, nah, nah. we want a challenge. We yeah. don't want to just go in and take some easy so shit. So we'll see yeah. if we need another... like. Three weeks is the difference, yeah. and if we have to, you know, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the main thing about the MCAT, everybody, is take it when you're ready, yeah. 110% ready, and take it once and be done with it if you can. You know, there's nothing wrong with taking it multiple times, but better be a one-and-done situation, yeah. do your best, hit it with your best shot the first time, and never worry about it again. But how, how are we feeling now? After, what, we made that episode like a month ago? Was it a month ago? Yeah, right. Maybe a little longer. Honestly, I don't know when we made it, but I mean, I feel pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I finished my concert review a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. so I've just been doing Khan Academy and Anki and just practice questions, and then every week I do a practice test. So what do you use Khan Academy for? Because um, I, so I bought the Kaplan uh, review book set, and um, I looked at the behavioral book, and it was just really, really, like, it was too dense for me. And I just feel like I wouldn't be able to get that information down uh, by just reading the book. So I'm basically supplementing Khan Academy for the book and uh, practicing Anki as well for that. Interesting. And just to remind everybody why Khan Academy is actually not such a bad source. And it is a pretty good way to study this. I mean, they're literally, they have a partnership with AAMC Mm -hmm. that lasts until 2026. And honestly, like the videos are so like, because nothing in in the psych and social section is complicated, but um, it can be a little daunting when it's just a bunch of words that they're trying to shove down your throat. So it's kind of nice to have it in video format that you can watch at your own pace, you know. Mm -hmm. And estimated how many hours of behavioral videos are there on Khan Academy? There's actually a lot. There's like 72 hours. But um, if you can put it into like two times speed or at least like 1.5, you can cut that down to like anywhere from 30 to 50. Um, Mm -hmm. 
but I, I'm I would say like I'm maybe forty percent done. I I just watch like a few hours every day. Do you uh, do the uh, problems right after too? No, I I find that the problems are kind of uh, useless to be honest, because uh, they're very very like specific, and I sometimes find that they don't pertain to the videos that I just watch, and it it just feels like oh I watch this for nothing. Only like you know I'm gonna get it wrong anyway, so. I just skip them, and then um, for practice, I just do the question banks. Interesting. Ninos, anything new that you've added to your study, or you just um, been keeping up with the same? I've been doing the same. I come to have the same thing as Nori. I've been doing Anki. I'm almost done with Miles Down, thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, but a little behind the past couple of days. How is New World? Uh, we, we also know that's a really good resource um, for practicing questions. And we didn't discuss UWorld last time. Prem, you want to go into a little bit in depth on UWorld and what it's good for and what you like about it? Well, I don't have UWorld particularly, but um, we actually you we actually did a little review session with the whole podcast, and it was my first time using it yesterday. And I think I might even purchase it because it's a really useful re- uh, resource where you you get a bunch of passages. Um, they're basically passage questions on each subject you could filter out, and it's basically just tons of passages tons of questions and um like a lot of people on reddit especially say that like it's really it's really difficult some questions are even more difficult than the aamc and like it it really gets you like acquainted with those types of questions because you don't want to just take like a chapter you don't want to just take like those content review questions because they're not the same as like passage based when you're able, able to apply a passage to a certain like something you learned I feel like that practice is needed the most, especially for the MCAT, because it's all passage-based questions. Not all, but primarily. Most yeah, of them. Most yeah. of it is. And yeah, that's that's exactly a that's a really good point. And one thing to really emphasize is before we get really t- into the specifics of UWorld and everything, one thing that we started doing since our last recording is that I have found to be very, very helpful. It's actually the reason why we're in Irvine, California right now. We started doing review sessions with a group every weekend whether or not we can come in person or not uh whenever we can't be in person because of you know everybody has their own lives and responsibilities we get on zoom and we start to use like a shared whiteboard apps or you know and just kind of get on our computers and start hashing out certain topics so when was it it was about two weeks ago three weeks ago when we kind of got together and decided everything that we need to get done yeah we just made a list of like everything that we need to go over and Mm -hmm. then kind of separate it out into different weekends and so far we've been you know we're not going to be a hundred percent on it but like Mm -hmm. it's been going well especially i feel like yesterday we just literally sat in a study room and Mm -hmm. just did a bunch of passages together Mm -hmm. and even we just had the passages on zoom you know and so everyone can do it. And that was really helpful because we just go through each question. And then even before knowing the answer, we like argue exactly why we think the answer is right, why mm-hmm. we think the answer is wrong. Mm-hmm. And then see. And sometimes, you know, we get humbled because we all think the answer is <laughs> right. And then it was D instead of C. So. Yeah. And that's a good way to learn as well, because one, it tests. Well, first, we all individually read the passage. Right. And then we all individually answer the questions. And then we go back, look at our answers, and then we start arguing. Or just like how Nino's just said, we start arguing to each other why our answer or our chosen cha- answer is probably correct. And we try to like kind of almost, I guess, quote-unquote, convince each other. Like, hey, no, it's this because of this. It's this because of this. And you really kind of hash it out until we all come to a consensus. We pick an answer. 
If it's right, perfect. If it's wrong, then okay, let's pay extra attention to see what we did wrong. And that helps you learn a lot, especially when you really believe your answer is right and it's actually wrong. That's when a lot of learning happens. Mm -hmm. You know, just it's proven people hate to be wrong. We all hate to be wrong. So whenever you get wrong, you pay more attention. You're like, okay, what did I do wrong? And I guarantee you, you won't get that same answer wrong next time around. But yeah, so the, I guess, moral of the story here is we started doing these group sessions and we basically just reserve like a study room in a library and for seven, eight hours, we just kind of hash it out and just break down passage by passage by passage by passage by passage. And yesterday was what, guys? What did we focus on yesterday? Physics. Physics, yeah. Physics exactly. Our favorite of the <laughs> sciences. Yeah. I, feel like, mm -hmm. I feel like getting like a, a nice study group going for you is like really like motivating. It helps you learn more like... I feel like getting a nice like MCAT study group was really beneficial. You guys can help teach e each other some things like, especially with passage questions, the explanations are not always that easy to decipher. And like one person might get it better than the other. And teaching that person is also where both of you really learn. Absolutely. So I thought like, yeah, yesterday was like my first review session, but like it was, it was really, really helpful. Yeah. Um, but I, I have to ask you guys, you world, um, Khan Academy, like these are all wonderful resources, but what's like the major resource that helped you like make your schedule for the MCAT? Like what, what, what was the one thing that really like helped you like understand what the MCAT's really about? I mean, myself. Yeah. There's not like one specific thing. Um, like for a content review, I obviously did Google calendar. Cause like, you know, no, no but I, I was trying to ask you guys like Reddit. Yeah, there we go. Someone got it. Prem is the Reddit guy here at uh, MedHeads. <laughs> but yeah, Reddit, um, I think we've gotten um, a lot of our information there besides like people we know like that have taken the exam. In the sense of just learning about the exam, not exactly like the yeah. content yeah, like, not like specifics, content, but, but like, more like planning it out. If you have out. like a question on like, oh, like I got this. Say like you took a practice test and you got like a 500 and then you look up that practice test on Reddit and then they're like, Oh, you know, like that super deflated score. Like I actually ended up getting a blah blah blah. So like it kind of makes you feel better. But yeah, I mean, some stuff on Reddit you gotta take it take it with a grain of salt. But a lot of it is pretty helpful. Like everyone's just trying to help each other out. Yeah, and you also get to see from people that have taken the exam. Like, oh, I used this resource and it wasn't so helpful. So it kind of helps you. Like, like it kind of helps you find the best resource for every part of the exam. Like, yeah. like we said, the Kaplan books weren't really all that helpful for a lot of people on Reddit. And so Khan Academy is one of the most popular like things for um, Psych and Soch. And so that's how we got the idea. We started implementing it and we saw how beneficial it is. So duh, no, don't sleep on Reddit. It's actually really helpful. Besides like reading Reddit, I like tried to use the Kaplan behavioral book and it was just way too much for me. So mm -hmm. like, I did it. <laughs> but it was just like I just didn't want to watch videos. I was like yeah. I was already reading like six other books. I'm like might as well just read the seventh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess for me, uh I think Reddit is a good source to use to kind of find your footing at first, but then it's gonna come down to just trying it and what works for you works for you kind of, you know, trial and error. Whatever kind of just works with your brain, works with your brain. Whatever doesn't click with you, doesn't click with you. And yeah, Reddit's a good way to kind of just see the options and where you can just dip your feet in in each different type of option, different ways of attacking the, you know, studying the MCAT. And then you just figure out what works best for you. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to ask you guys, what are you guys like struggling with right now on your studies? Uh, my biggest struggle is definitely not necessarily what's exactly MCAT related, but more just balancing my time. I don't, I don't remember if we 
mentioned in the other episode. But yeah, just like, yeah, we're all really super, super busy. It's finals week. I'm also working full time. So it's just, uh, I think I mentioned it last episode. But yeah, so my diff- my biggest problem at first was just balancing my schedule. Just like a bunch of full time of a bunch of different things that I'm doing at the same time was a little bit tough. So it was like, it came down to like almost like 90 hour weeks of just stuff to do. So for me, it was just making a decision of like, okay, like instead of giving myself weekends, let's just work through the weekends. So I don't have to work 12 hours a day. I just can work eight hours a day and be a little bit more relaxed and 12 hours for five days and then just have a weekend. Because it just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't feel, even when if I did give myself a weekend, it didn't feel like I could relax really because I just have to, just just stuff to do. So uh, MCAT wise though, um, I mean, let me go back to that. So balancing schedule wise, I mean, just from my previous episode, uh, we talked about it and what helped me the most is just planning out my days really well. Obviously not down to the minute, not down to the 30 minutes, but kind of just like give me a general list of tasks that I wanted to knock out. Reminders app on a phone, Google Calendar, check out that episode we've done on that. That's what helped me balance my schedule. And really, it's I can't imagine not using those tools because keeping everything you need to do in your head, it's, it gets really like overwhelming and you're going to forget things and it's not a good way to go, you know? So you need to really write it down and you really need to like, kind of make like a task list, a checklist. That's yeah. what helped me. But MCAT-wise, like a sense of what's hard on the MCAT for me so far, um, the thing about the MCAT is it's not that hard per se. Each topic you learn is not really hard. It's just that there's a lot of topics. So figuring out how to prioritize what topics to attack first and what to, you know, how to spread yourself out within all the things that you need to know and just kind of scheduling, hey, today I'm going to do this and tomorrow I'm going to do this and then next week I'm going to have this topic done. And that's the hard part, really, because all of it is stuff you've done before. As a pre-med, you need to do all this. You know, this is all those, all the topics you're learning in, for the MCAT is stuff that you've already covered before. Most of it is not all of it, but most of it is stuff that you've already covered in your gen ed classes, in your, you know, core bio classes or your core chem classes, or, you know, the just med school requirement classes. You, you've done all this before. It's yeah, the review. A lot of stuff you've done before and a lot of stuff you forgot to. Yeah. So I guess the hard part for me is just figuring out what to do when, but even that, if you schedule right and you plan right, you can really knock it out. It's not so bad. And then, just kind of see also in the very beginning, what was really hard was just figuring out what resources to use. But, you know, working as a group, putting all of our minds together really, really helped all of us just kind of figure out what works best. And yeah, so I've just been going with that. What do you guys think? What about for you, Norad? Um, I think for me, the hardest part is like taking a step back and seeing what I have to do and like what I've done, because for me, like I wake up and then like I take like an hour or two or whatever just to like myself. And then, like, I start my day with whatever I need to do for the MCAT. And I pretty much do that, like, every day. And there's rarely a day where I don't do nothing or, or where I do nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of gets a little, uh, I don't know. Like, I need to learn how to take breaks more, basically. And oh, that's for sure. And not feel, like, guilty for taking those breaks. Um, otherwise, it's just, like, unhealthy, you know, to yeah. just keep stressing yourself like that so i would say that's my biggest issue yeah and even then like in terms of just learning the stuff like if you can't gruel in a single topic for 10 hours a day straight it's not possible i mean i'm not want to say it's not possible but it's not it's not effective you know at a certain point you're just gonna check out yeah you know yeah space out breaks and be okay with giving yourself breaks not going overboard but not going underboard you know not you need to just find that right balance what about you for for you ninos what was the most difficult part same way with nori like even like, Friday, I, w- I took a day off. I was, like, you know, I did a little Anki, and then I'm, like, 
I was just, I wasn't feeling it. And I took a day off. And I, even then, I'm like, man, should I have taken that day <laughs> off? You know, like, <laughs> did I deserve that day off? Yeah. You, you always question. Even, like, oh, like, I go out. Like, even if you studied the whole day, like, it's still in the back of your mind. I don't know. It's always in the back of your mind. Yeah, like, like I got something to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to go do this. Oh, I should have done more problems. But, like, I don't know. Your brain can only take so much. So, you know, don't, you shouldn't feel like that. If you know you're doing what you're doing right and like you're doing enough of it you shouldn't feel guilty for taking a break because we're all we need a break you know if you know if we don't like you're just gonna Mm -hmm. burn out and you're gonna do even worse Mm -hmm. on the exam what you guys are hearing right now folks are a bunch of study addicts this is addicts anonymous for studying too much (laughs) as prem likes to say our personality is the mcat yeah Uh, as of right now yeah um switching into gears do you think um I'm not sure if you guys discussed this in the last episode, but another resource you guys actually started uh, incorporating was Anki. Did we talk about this last episode? Or did we just, we kind of briefly touched on it, I believe, right? Yeah, I think we just said we were planning to use it or something. We Mm -hmm. gave like a, I don't know, we didn't really give like a breakdown of how it works. I mean, I don't really know how it works, but. What, how Anki works? We kind of gave a breakdown of how it works, but like the the deep, intricate settings, I think that that's like Norai's <laughs> special. It's Norai's realm, right? right there. Basically, Anki is like a way better Quizlet. And at first, like, I was like, why would anyone use this over Quizlet? But I like see it now. Um, there are a lot of nuances to it, and there is a little bit of a learning curve, especially like if you're, uh, if you want to make your own deck and not just use someone else's. But. Basically, when you get a card, you the most like the, the the cards types I like to use are the close cards, which are basically just like fill in the blank cards, and um, you kind of like y- you answer it, and then you see if you got it right, and then you kind of have to give yourself a score, and um, I just use one, two, three, and four on my keyboard, and basically like that determines how like how often you'll see the card. So um, I mean, yeah, it's basically just like a spaced repetition thing. Um, I use uh, Miles Down deck, and Ninos does too, and I think we're all using it. Um, but I find that it's not perfect, so I like make corrections to it and like just add things to it that I uh, like I need for myself. And then I've also started working on my own deck. But I mean, I don't know Shout if I'm it gonna. Out. It's called ketchup and mustard because you know <laughs> it's it's to ke- catch up on the things that you're missing out on. So um, yeah, I like just. I started with bio, but I don't know if I'm going to finish it necessarily, but it's the fact that I'm making my own cards that are like, that's what's making me learn, not like reviewing just more cards, you know? So I don't know. I really like Anki and I can't wait to use it more in the future. There's like a bunch of cool things you can do with Mm -hmm. it if you really get down to it. So we got, we got a month left. What's the plans? The plan for me, at least, well, for all of us, at least in this sense is we continue with these review sessions. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, we are, I believe next week we're going to be going back to LA. We're going to be doing this in LA for a couple of weeks straight and then maybe potentially add another Irvine little session in and get another Irvine, um, breakdown in. But yeah, these, these review sessions are nice because we kind of set like, Hey, by Saturday slash Sunday, we need to review this topic on our own time, practice, 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 and come down and just break down passage after passage together for, yeah, go on on uh, one thing I want to say about review sessions, for me personally, I hate doing review sessions when it's like the first time you guys are learning something. I just find it that there's one person who like always knows what's going on, one person who's like lost, and then just a bunch of people who like are just, you know, just feel, exactly. I don't know, like torn apart mm-hmm. between the two sides. So 
I think the most effective way you can do review sessions is after content review. And I know like, you know, we're at different levels, but w like none of the stuff we're reviewing in our sessions are like foreign material necessarily. Mm -hmm. We just need to like jog it back into our memory. Like for example, in med school, like I wouldn't see myself doing review sessions as we're like learning the, the stuff, maybe like right before an exam. Yeah, that yeah. would make the most sense. So. Yeah, no, that's definitely a good point that Nodai brought up and we should have probably mentioned that before. It's like we didn't start doing review sessions from the beginning and there's a reason why because it's kind of useless doing a review session when nobody no really knows, knows what we're reviewing. So the point of these review sessions is like, hey, we've already learned this. We've already covered it kind of on our own. So we have a somewhat of a understanding of it or a pretty good, pretty decent, whatever, you know. And there's, you know, the spectrum of, like, how well you really got the topic. And then Saturday, we're like, okay, this Saturday we're doing physics. So during the week, we're like, like from my perspective, I'm like, okay, we know, I know that this Saturday we're doing physics. During that week, I'm kind of just, like, reviewing a little bit of physics again so I have a good idea in preparation for that review session while, while doing, like, all the other stuff we have to do. And then once that review session comes, we just do passage after passage after passage, and, and we just kind of fill in those missing gaps within each other, all of us together. And that's when we really solidify our understanding of those topics. But it's not an op it's not a time to go and learn physics. It's a time to go and practice. really just practice it and fill in whatever you don't really get, those things that you're a little bit iffy about. So yeah, that's what I that's why we started doing these review sessions in the last month, not in the beginning. Um, so I don't know. That's what works for us. I'm not sure if that works best for everybody. I think that if you try to learn a topic in a group, you're probably going to be less efficient than if you just do it on your own and then review with the group. But yeah, um, this last month, guys, Nuninos, what are your plans? Um, just keep doing practice passages. Do a lot more uh, practice tests, too. One or two a week, hopefully. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, I think the lot, like I recently took a practice test, and on the chem physics section, I was struggling on the time. Like I saw myself, like I had like five questions left, and there was like yeah. two minutes left. So I, I don't know. How do you guys manage your time on that? All right. I think it's just like uh, I take, I'm taking too long on doing the actual problems, like thinking it out that I, because mm -hmm. I'm not maybe like as familiar with the content as I should be. Um, one little trick for like, well, it's not really a trick, but time management. Well, yeah. I mean, it just kind of comes to me naturally, but mm -hmm. what I do, I find myself doing is everything for all the sections besides cars I just like get into the questions first because most of the time you can kind of like get away with not like knowing the passage entirely. Um, sometimes like it'll ask you like questions that you can just answer with your background knowledge. And then like, let's say it asks you a specific thing about the passage. You can just kind of like skim through it and isolate that one part. And like, you're kind of like slowly, you end up reading the passage anyway. So I find like, I find it useful to just go into the questions for the like the three sections besides cars and then for cars is where I struggle with time and like I've tried various methods but I think for me um, going back to what I er initially did um, which is what I did used to do the best that I've done in cars is just read the passage like slowly like there's supposed to be 10 minutes per passage take five minutes to read the passage it's okay like just get a good understanding of it and then I like to dive into the questions because like once you have like this like idea in your mind, the question, the answers will just come out to you. There's no like need to, you know, get get into like the the details of it for mm -hmm. me. But yeah, I mean, um, maybe just try to like um, get into the questions first for the three yeah. sections besides cars. 
And also, just the more you practice, the better you get. That's it. Yeah. You know, that's what it comes down to. It's one thing knowing all the stuff, then it's another thing of knowing all the stuff in relation to what the actual way AMC asks the questions. You know, so it's like that's something. The more we get, take the exams, the more practice questions you do, we do. Sorry, the more we'll get used to the way they ask questions. We'll, the more we'll get more familiar with like what concept they're trying to test. And once we kind of start picking up on that, we'll naturally just get faster and faster at it because we're like, okay, I know what they're asking. Okay, you know, I get it. But when we were first looking at it, it's like, wait, what are they asking? Wait, what is this about? It's a little bit hard because a lot of the passages have a bunch of blah, 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 blah in there. It's like all this information, you're, if you're not used to it, you'll be like, what the heck? Like, what are they going to ask? Like, I don't know which of this I'm supposed to really pay attention to. Don't worry about it. The more you practice, the more you'll get used to it. You'll realize, you'll you'll see those blah, 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 blah stuff really quickly once you practice more. But, um... One thing I wanted to ask you guys is there's obviously the third-party stuff we use, right? You mm-hmm. have the Kaplan's, we have the Princeton Review, UWorld. At what point should we start thinking about gearing towards, just shifting towards what the test really is, AAMC, you know? And why should we? Um, for me, I already started that transition, and uh, what I did was I sat down. I have the Kaplan stuff, and I bought the one that comes with the question bank. So I sat down and I kind of just totaled up how many questions Kaplan had to offer and totaled up how many questions AAMC had to offer. And then I chose like a date in March. So our our exam is right now, it's in early April. So I chose a date in March, like towards the end of March, where I wanted to be done for the most part with questions. And I just kind of calculated how many roughly I would need to do a day from each. And the, the way, the, the thing I like is that like you get the AAMC stuff and you get like extra practice with Kaplan. So it's like you're getting used to the format of the exam plus like a bunch of extra practice. Even mm-hmm. though the Kaplan formatting isn't like exactly like what the AMC is going to test you on, it's still practice on something. So, and like the Kaplan questions are like 3,000. So, I mean, the AMC is like, like barely 1,000 or something. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's like 1,400. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, uh, just try to like, there, there's no like perfect day or like, y- there shouldn't be like a time where you kind of like stop doing one thing and switch over to the other thing. I think there should be a transition period. Mm-hmm. And for me, like I'm in that period. So basically what I'll do on a normal day is like wake up, do some Anki, watch like an hour or two of Khan Academy, do a bunch of practice questions from Kaplan and AMC and then finish up whatever uh, Anki I had in the morning. And mm-hmm. That's pretty much like all I do. And then, you know, like once a week I take an exam. That's mm-hmm. pretty much, I feel like at this point, like that's the best thing I could do. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, and just, just to clarify, I'm not sure if we need to. It's um, just to make sure, AMC is the people who make the MCAT. Yeah. yeah so AMC is that company that makes the MCAT. They're the medical college admissions they board or whatever. Prep. And yeah, exactly. So when we say doing AMC, it's like literally the questions that they give for practice on their website in preparation for the MCAT and versus third party, which is all the other sources that you can study for the MCAT for. The main thing is that I realized, and it's that's what people have been telling me, is the third party stuff is really good at kind of really testing your the very in, like small intricacies of your memory and your knowledge for certain subjects. And it's a lot more memorization based, which is good in the sense of while you're studying to figure out what you're weak in and what you have some gaps in knowledge-wise. AMC is a lot less memorization-based. It's a lot more application-based. It's a lot more, hey, take your understanding of this concept, apply it to this passage, and figure out the answers. Once in a while, they give you like a just pure memory question. 
the Kaplan and the Princeton reviews are more like there's a lot of just pure memory questions. Well, there's a lot of application questions, but these application questions are also based off of just really, really, really specific memorization, like memory stuff, you know? So it's a good way of to test that. But once you get closer to the test, you have to start thinking like, hey, okay, well, the test is not Kaplan. Well, the test is not Princeton Review. The test is AAMC. So at some point, you have to be like, okay, let's, let's start practicing AMC. But by all means, don't waste the resources Kaplan, Princeton, and all the other third parties give you. Use them up as much as possible. And at a certain point... When you're really close to the test, start thinking about, okay, it's time to shift gears and let's just start practicing what the test really is, you know? But, yeah. yeah. I, I I know on Reddit they usually say, like, four to six weeks around to start shifting over to AAMC. But, I mean, there's the argument, like, you want to finish all your other stuff before you, but I don't think that's really necessary. Mm-hmm. Also, like, the, just the sheer amount of stuff you would have to do to finish to, yeah. like, get to it's AAMC. Like a it's like a 2,000 question word bank. Yeah. Like, you're going to finish that before another 1400 so yeah, that's a lot yeah so i mean i i had i've done a couple amc stuff but like i think now is like the time to start doing more and more of it and mm-hmm. start focusing more i agree 100% and then those f- those full lengths we'll see when yeah. we start those those will be interesting and prem how about you how's your timeline looking right now my timeline's a little delayed. Um, I had some uh, hiccups along the way for content review. So I'm still like finishing up content review. I know the uh, boys are actually doing pretty good. They finished content review. So I'm trying to um, I'm trying to kind of juggle content review and like reviewing everything entirely. So I find myself trying to do both at the same time, trying to learn the information and memorize it at the same time. Um, I haven't really got into... Um, test taking really as much besides the first test I took in the beginning to like kind of gauge where I was at mm-hmm. but um based like I feel like I have a wonderful base because like how you guys are structuring your like time right now saves me the time from planning really I can just get from from how you guys are doing mm-hmm. you know doing Anki and then just going straight into questions like I, I know I don't have to really plan that out so I know I at least have that to like you know help me out along the way no oh, I feel you all right um Anyways, Metsters, I think that's a good update for our situation currently thus far. Prem, you're doing fucking great. All of the boys, we're all doing great. And all the Metsters out there, if you guys have any questions, we've been getting questions. Uh, just DM us on Instagram, Metsters Podcast. We actually answer. Yeah, we do answer as fast as we can, and we'll do our best. And guys, yeah, just reach out, send some questions in. Let us know if you guys need help with anything or if you guys have any suggestions on topics you would like us to cover. Just let us know. Just reach out to us. DM us. No worries. But yeah, all, guys. Let's all get these 528s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Soon maybe we'll make our own MedHeads podcast MCAT prep course, you know? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right, boys and girls and viewers out there. We know that you guys in Germany are watching as well. <laughs> all right, everybody. Peace out. Uh, hope to hear from you guys. And um, thanks for following us on this journey. We'll keep in touch, everybody. Peace. Toodles. See y'all. Peace out. Thank you.